So what you're saying is we can just start talking and you don't have to actually have anything research done? No, what I was saying... Is that how you run your life? Yes, and also, as evidenced by my life, and also, I am prepared. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. Maybe that... Okay, that's what you actually meant. Okay. Yeah. I think, I think what I meant was I'm very smart. Well, so. th- now, while that's true... Ew, don't, don't do that. While, no while one needs that. True, <laughs> you're also... Like you just kind of fly through life going, well, I'm going to try this. And and so, for some reason it works. And then that just, that reiterates that it works. And you're like, oh, look, this is okay. It's like, it's affirmation. When in reality, the storm behind you is not <laughs> working for anybody else. It's like, um, I don't know why I remember this so well, but that movie Bounce with Ben Affleck and Gwyneth Paltrow. And he talks about how he used to be, I don't, I don't know, but he talked about how his life before he got sober or whatever. Um, he talks about how he would drive, be driving around and think like he would look through the rear view mirror and think, God, everyone in this town is just a terrible driver. Everyone's so bad. Look at all of them behind me. They're just the worst drivers. And it's because he's out there causing the accidents. Anyway, that's me. I'm Kim. Welcome to my America. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and i'm dan the one giving you all the grief so appreciate y'all listening um kim when you were uh visiting michigan recently for mm-hmm. a family event which mm-hmm. which uh, by the way i want to say uh it feels like such a privileged thing to say because so many are still not traveling it's still yeah. a bit a bit scary it's COVID 19 is still out there there is yeah. still a pandemic um but you managed mm-hmm. to do it very safely and have the opportunity to do so and then mm-hmm. go back to work and, and have tests done so that you know that you're okay. So like, and you're vaccinated. We wore masks when That's you were the here. The biggest, when, biggest thing is I'm vaccinated. Uh, I believe in science and yeah. I wore a mask. When we, when we went places, we wore masks if we went indoors yeah. or whatever. So like we did all the things that we're supposed to do. You were able to visit, which is awesome. We had family time and all this other stuff and you, you and me time. <laughs> uh, it, that is hey. certainly something that happened. Yes. Yes. Um, <laughs> While while you were here, you noticed something about labor in Michigan mm-hmm. and now hiring all that good stuff. Share share if you would. Yeah, I um because as most listeners probably know, um from all of our intros last season, I live in Los Angeles, um and we are having a different type of labor issue out here right now. But I was very surprised to be, and maybe it's also because. Um, I don't see a lot of like chain restaurants where I live. I mean, there are, there are a lot. There's a Taco Bell, like literally right down the street from me, but not as much as I saw out there. So maybe I'm just not aware of it happening out here, but I was very surprised to see one. I mean, at one point we were stopped at a stoplight and I looked to the left and like seven of the signs out front said now hiring McDonald's had a $300 signing bonus and they're all paying well, I actually can't say that. I, I did see some signs that said, you know, we pay 13 to $17 and, uh, you know, for, for what position, I guess is my question, but. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and in Southwest Michigan, that, you know, while that may not be a living wage for everyone, that is a pretty, pretty high wage, relatively speaking, LA, that wouldn't fly. Like, no. first of all, you guys, you, you have a, a citywide minimum wage of 15. Yeah. It's a, but, but it's only 15 is not 15 might sound like a lot depending on where you live, but 15 right. does not pay the rent in a one bedroom apartment here in Los Angeles. So, um, yeah, it's all about cost of living, living, right? Yeah, exactly. 
Um, but I was very surprised. And then we we tried to go to um, Bigby a lot. Shout out to Bigby, our um, sponsor for this episode. Just kidding, but I'm hoping that we can manifest it. <laughs> Come on, Bob. Come on. Um, um, and, you know, we tried to go a few times and often they would be closed. And it said, you know, the one that I um, went, tried to go to on my way to the airport because it is the best coffee. I was so excited. I wanted to have Bigby a million times while I was there. Um, but it, it literally twice, said, maybe. I know it literally said closed due to labor. Yeah. 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 And it's something that we we've been noticing here. And you, you mentioned the chain restaurants. Um, Bigby is a franchise and it's regional, but there's also a lot of local places. You know, my, my oldest works at a restaurant in our little town here, one, a single shop, um, husband and wife team that own it Th- for a while. At one point they were only open during the week because the s- people they had weren't available on the weekends. You know, they were s- students and they had fam- things, you know, sports or family, or whatever. And on the weekends, another time they were only open on the weekends, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, because during the week they just weren't making that much money and they didn't have enough people to work all the shifts. So they would work them 30 hours, 40 hours in three days which by the way is a whole nother issue. Like that's yeah. a lot of hours, but well, <laughs> but, but what I say, but you do that, you know, yourself. So 12, 16 hour days sometimes. Um, but it's just, it, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's everywhere. It seems, it, it feels like no one wants to work. I don't think that that's is, the real, yeah. I don't I, think that's I, the real thing. I we, agree. We forget the rest of the story to that. No one wants <laughs> yeah. to work for two fifty an hour and plus tips, like, you know, or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's interesting. And then, so, so we'll, we'll unpack that a little bit. The other side of this coin is what you mentioned at the beginning. There's a whole nother labor, labor issue going on around you. What's mm-hmm. as we're recording this. Uh, yeah. As we're, you're going to hear this, you know, on Thursday after we're recording it on Saturday, the 16th. So I actually don't know what's going to be happening on Thursday, but when I left work yesterday, I took, the same things I took with me when I left in March of 2020, a box of LaCroix, because I just didn't know when I'd be back. <laughs> Free water. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. I, um, I, took, I, I took my second monitor also just because I was like, well, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. Um, yeah, we are having our own IATSE, which is the biggest union here in Los Angeles. I mean, they're a big union everywhere. It's, uh, we're not so special. But, um, no, you're not. IATSE is the union for the crews in Los Angeles and, and all over the country, but um, for film and television, it's um, grip, electric, camera, it's office, it's the writer's assistants and script coordinators and um, script supervisors and art and costumes. It's it's the things that make the show happen with the exception of like a few different um, transportation uh, locations. Th- those are all in the same and they're not part of IATSE. Um, but we are, we have authorized a strike. We are hoping to be able, be able to go back to work on Monday. No idea. We're, we're planning, preparing to strike. Hopeful that we won't have to. Yeah. So it's a different type of situation out here. And, and what, what are some of the things that are in negotiations right now for you, if you don't mind me asking? What are, what are you fighting for? Well, as you know, I am the Hollywood elite. And so, you know, we're asking for things that are Hollywood elitist things. Um, In the year of 2020, (laughs) um, us Hollywood elite jerks want lunch breaks. Literally in in 2021, 
I think I said 2020 just now as part of my little you did. joke. But I in, thought you were going yeah. back to like, well, in 2020 <laughs> no, we faced no, this, no, so now we're asking no, no, for no. that. But no, well, that you is just part messed of it. up. We yeah, no, I messed, just up. messed up. I'm, yeah, I'm like so pretty, you guys. <laughs> So it doesn't, you know, God doesn't always give with both hands. Anyway, <laughs> we, uh, uh, I'm sorry I messed up. Sorry I'm human. Um, I can't cut uh, no. any of this out now because I've dug in so far to the joke. Yeah, that's fine. Um, we want lunch breaks. We want reasonable rest. Reasonable, reasonable rest to us looks like 10 hours between our shifts. 10 hours to like drive, usually through like a pretty crappy commute, go home shower, sleep, and eat. That does not include time to talk to anybody, <laughs> go anywhere, do anything else besides work. I mean, I'm super lucky on the show that I'm on right now. But I, you know, the show that I was on right before I did this one was you would, on Monday morning, wake up at usually around four, go to work, because commutes, um, go to work, go home, drive through traffic, sleep, six hours so you can get up and do it all over again. And it would literally just be like work, sleep, work, sleep, work, sleep until Friday night when you get home and then you're so tired. Then you, so that's, we're asking for minimum just 10 hours between shifts. The executives, by the way, that are fighting this usually don't even work 10 hours. So, okay. Um, we're also asking for a weekend because often what shows do are Fridays. So they wrap, but they wrap when the sun comes up on Saturday. And then we have to be back to work for a 7 a.m. crew call on Monday. So that's about a day and a half of a weekend. And that, you know, in that time, we're expected to catch up on sleep, see our family, see our friends, have a life, do our groceries, clean, get reset for the week. Don't even bother trying to figure out where your um, doctor's appointments fit in there because they, yeah, they don't. Right. They just don't. Because remember that also what gets held above your head is like, you're freelance. Everybody wants to be in the industry. You can be mm -hmm. replaced. Um, and then, I'm yeah, I by mean, the way, at your IMDb to find out where exactly you were right before this one. <laughs> no. Everybody, no, everybody comment, go to IMDb. But, uh, no, no comment, but it is on there. <laughs> um, it also, I don't even know if the, my current show is on there, but um, so we're asking for that. We're asking to make a livable wage. Um, the person that has the job that is closest to mine on set makes about two and a half times what I make. And I'm pretty well paid on this show. Wow. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I I messed up and said 2020. But also, um, we came back and worked during the pandemic um, and worked in sound stages without the ability to keep the um, elephant doors open and and we worked in offices without the ability to have like air flow coming through. We're not, I'm not saying that like we got to stop working. I'm not saying that we have the hardest job in the world. Right, sure, I'm not sure. saying that we're out here, you know, solving the big problems of the world, but we are putting ourselves in danger and yeah. should be comp as anybody else should. We should be compensated for that. That should be thought of also. Yeah. Yeah. Just so. the simple fact that you have to fight for a lunch break, fight to work 14 hours or less in a day. So you can actually have time to live mm -hmm. and to, and to just go do things like basic things like a dentist appointment or run an errand of something, get groceries, whatever. Mm -hmm. Like, no, you're just going to work 
all these hours, never have any time and maybe hopefully sleep. And if not, you'll get an accident on the way home and that's okay. Like it just feels, I mean, this, this industry kills people. People do fall asleep and die at the wheel. Yeah. People have heart attacks on set. Um, right now we're dealing with two crew member injuries. Um, some, a piece of equipment hit somebody and then somebody broke uh, a bone, two separate injuries, but you know, happened in, in two weeks. And pretty significant. The the crew member that got hit by a piece of equipment, it was pretty significant. They had to go to the emergency room. We have yeah. a hospital on the lot so that you can get, you know, seen quickly and ideally sent back to work. And also we have a hospital on the lot. I mean, we call it a hospital. It's not like they can't do x-rays or administer anything more than over-the-counter medication. But, um, you know, we have it also so that you can, as an acknowledgement of like, this is a dangerous job. Yeah. So much so that we have to pay to have an RN on the lot anytime we're working. Yeah. Yeah. Which they're probably overpaid, so it's fine. So nurses famously in it for the money. Famously. (laughs) So these two, so are we in the middle of a, worker revolution right now yeah baby strike 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 (laughs) i just find it i find it fascinating so for me i grew up my dad um worked his way up from the the bottom of a of the ladder at a paper mill to be management so he worked he was a union member at one point he worked through the union he became management so he had to work with and against the union and so i heard a lot of opinions about unions I've seen the dangers of unions when they are so, when they can become so big that they're their own like management monster, so to speak. And there are, there's corruption and greed and so forth. Like there are bad side, there are pros and cons, I think to kind of almost everything, my opinion there, certainly when money and power come into play, like, yes, money and power can absolutely corrupt. So I've seen some bad things to unions. And yet also I've been, I don't know if I've ever been a member of a union but I should have been. I've seen what happens when you're not, when you are not represented and you are not, when you have no collective bargaining power, mm-hmm. um, you're taken advantage of and this kind of thing. So like, I, I absolutely, well, I, I believe in both. And I think that's something that maybe some people don't really understand. I know they both exist. I can believe in them. I know. I know where you're going with that one. <laughs> I support. Oh, you believe both. in it? <laughs> I support both. I can see both sides. Like this is one of those both sides issues to me. You need management, you need executives, you need these folks that do this thing. And then you need unions that also support the workers. It can be a symbiotic relationship and at times contentious. Sure. But I I, I don't understand why fight against it so bad. Unions are not just these terrible things that are asking for much. Like in your case, in my opinion, like We're literally asking for the factual bare minimum. And it's interesting to me being on the show that I'm on right now is that because we are doing it, I know every other show can do this because I get to have a reasonable work-life balance and our hours are a little bit more recent. We do have some tough days, but like this it's, and truly it's been only this show and like one other that's been like this, but like, I this show is doing it. Other shows can do it. Let's not pretend like we're doing something so special and important that people can't possibly stop work. We're not solving COVID. Right, right. <laughs> we're making a TV show. 
Yeah. We're okay. Yeah. <laughs> Let's all chill out for a second. Get our heads out of our asses a little bit. Stop pretending like we're the most important things in the world. We are. But let's acknowledge that other people exist. In the yeah. World. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm the Hollywood I elite. Do, I do. I do. I do appreciate your, your humility. That yes, you know that you're. You are not. It's just. It's just entertainment. Yeah. It's also a cultural thing. Art is important. For just sure. Because it's TV doesn't mean it's not important in that sense. So it is cultural and art, and that is good. Um. But yeah, you're also not saving lives per se. You may save some lives because of empathy and connection and story, but you're not literally in hospitals saving lives, putting your lives in line in that way. So I get it. Yeah. yeah. I appreciate that. That um as a non-Hollywood elite, I, I am glad that you do at least see us common folk. Um I don't want to. I don't even want to be yeah. in the same room with anybody. It's not I mean, that's why we're on Zoom because you're actually not that far away. Um you're just <laughs> the next room me. over. Yeah. No. Um <laughs> but I like outside of the union talk, then there's also the same talk of like again around here with what you saw was nobody wants to work. Well, that's not entirely true. People want to work. What I see is this idea that, you know, you hear over and over again over the years of like, well, you know, if you work at McDonald's, that's just a minimum wage job. You need to better your life and find something better. You know, if you're in, if you're a, a server, well, you're just, you're just working for tips and, and you make a really good money, but you need to get yourself a career and find a job that comes with healthcare and blah, 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 blah. So people did. And now we're pissed <laughs> and like, well, yeah, no kidding. People didn't want to go into a work environment. And, and I worked in restaurants growing up. I've also worked in some other service industries and some other stuff. And, and I, I know what, what hard work is. I now get to sit on my ass and create stuff on the internet. Totally different ball game. Not that hard as far as that goes. So I know, I know hard work. I just don't do it anymore. I'm too old for that shit. And so I have two comments, but go on, go on, go ahead. You tell me go ahead. Well, my first comment is because I work in an office and I work in an industry where it's like the grips and electricians and, you know, they're there at 4am and all that kind of stuff. And they keep asking us, what are you going to do during the strike? Are you going to stand with us? Yeah. I'm in the same union as you. I'm going to be out there picketing with you. Sorry. I don't have like, so, sorry that my work is computer and your work is on stage that's still skilled labor i'm so it, it is so annoying to me what are you gonna do i'm gonna pick it with you what are you why are you asking me this this is where everybody finds out that the office is in the union because people forget about us but also that is the way that we look at labor in this country if you work with your hands you are a laborer if you work with computers it's not that bad yep. you're fine and I know that you're just joking. I don't work that hard, but I know that you're joking and that, you know, that that's not true, but that is often how it's looked at. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I know that it's not physically taxing. You know, I, I know people who work in trailer factories who work in other you know construction and they're they're My neighbor is not all that much older than me, but he acts like he's about 95 because he worked on his hands and knees for most of his life doing floor flooring work like installing tile he's he's a craftsman at it he's amazing but he his body is all beat up because of that so like that's where i that's where i look at that that's fair. i'm not physically taxed i may do some other things or whatever but um i mean i do work hard in that sense at like mental or whatever or whatever it's fine it's worse i don't care but, the, but then the other side of it is like oh well if you your job at mcdonald's is just a starter job i 
maybe for you, but like maybe that's what this person wants. Maybe this person wants to work as a server or at McDonald's or at any job that you think should not you personally, but you know, that you right, think right. should just be a starter job and just for high school kids and blah, blah, blah. Maybe that's maybe that person is working for money and enjoys a job that allows them to spend time with their family. What are we doing in this country that we think yeah. we're so much better than everybody else? And the person that serves us their food couldn't possibly have hopes and dreams. Maybe their hopes and dreams are to work a job that allows them to leave in time for their kids' ball game. Right. Yeah. What are we doing? Great point. Like, why are Great we judging point. this? Who cares? Who cares what you're doing? If you're doing it legally, who cares what your career is? So then how do we how do we delineate like salaries and stuff? I mean, Pay it's, it's capitalism. No, no, sure. But like, for instance, it, this is a capitalist economy. There is supply and demand. Sure. You know, you said earlier, you're the, uh, a comparable worker in your industry is making two and a half times what you are. Well, just be happy with your livable wage. Don't worry about it. Sure. When or, I get a livable wage, I'd love to be happy okay, with it. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Um, but, you know, like, so, you know, servers, important work for sure. Mm -hmm. uh, respectable work for sure. Is it worth, is it, the, is it the, the same financial supply and demand level as a VP of marketing at a regional mortgage company? Like, how do we, I, I wonder how we begin, I don't know if we have an answer for this, but I wonder how we begin to see different wages without judging what they do and saying, well, you know, don't worry about it. I don't know. I don't know either, but I think it has, to, we have to have a bottom line of here's how much it costs to live in yeah. this area. Yeah. So then that's the bottom. And then based on like what your job does and what's, what it's able to, how it's able to grow your business and bring in more money, capitalism, then we can pay you more. If your job right. is a server, then you make X amount of money. If your job is marketing and therefore you're bringing in more clientele, you make X amount of money. If you're, you know, the president of Amazon, you make good money, but not enough to go into space or oh. enough to go into space and don't have cell service. And it's just not even space. It's high school. Oh, congratulations. You went a little bit higher than an airplane. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you know, can yeah, that should be a whole episode. Is that, uh, yes, yes. Anyway. Um, and the rocket looks like a penis. Let's not I pretend mean, like it doesn't. Look, <laughs> it's called Blue Origin. I feel like I'm watching uh, uh, Austin Powers. But I watch it, I'm like, oh, this is awesome. No, this is real. This is yeah. real news. Are yeah. you sure? Anyway. Um, yeah. So the whole idea that we need to, you know, pay people. I saw a stat. I don't have I don't have it pulled up in front of me, but I saw a stat that was roughly something to the effect of um, housing prices have gone up 200 percent since 1980, and yet wages have gone up five percent for the average worker. And I'm like, wait, hold on, hold on. Now I don't know I don't know how to solve this. I'm not that smart, but there has to be a better way. How can we pay our a living wage that we we don't break our economy if that's even a thing? Is it a thing though? You I don't know. Like I don't millionaires. When I was a kid, it used to be like Oprah's a billionaire. How can anybody possibly be a billionaire? But now it's like there's TikTok stars that are billionaires, and good for them. Yeah. But like I think if if we have this many billionaires, I think we could possibly consider changing things a little bit. 
Because then what is the deal? We only have six trillionaires and now we have a hundred trillionaires. Like, what are we doing? Oprah's a trillionaire now. Uh, she's the only one that's acceptable to me. But <laughs> but what are we doing? I and and then out of the same, you know, same breath or different side of their mouth or whatever the saying is, uh, you get people being like, America used to build things. Our schools used to be number one. Yeah, because your tax dollars pay for schools. Feels like maybe more money could go into schools. Right. If people made more money and pay more taxes. Right. And if the people that were multi-trillionaires were paying taxes, but they're not. America used to build things. We used to own homes. Yeah, I'd love to own a home, dude. What do you want from me? Yeah. We used to be number one. Uh, debatable at best, but also we put we put a man on the moon. Okay. I'm now I'm just agree. Now I'm having a conversation. I'm doing a I, bit. I'm enjoying this. Um, yeah, thanks. <laughs> what what you can't see, what Dan can is I'm doing like a, a face when I get into this deep voice. Yes, and it it's is like a, uh, somebody driving a truck with a cigarette. Cigarettes used to not be illegal. I, now they. I don't know what this conversation is. I've lost the it. bit. Yes, you have. <laughs> I've lost the They're still legal, just not an, an, an under twenty one. Which uh, I find fascinating. Nobody um, wants to work anymore. Yeah, they do. They don't want to work for your shitty wages. And hot dogs, hot dogs, hamburgers will cost $17. No, they don't. In and out still charges like a song for a burger. What do you want? I can this sing isn't a conversation. Practically. They don't know what they're getting into. They, I am a, a bad scenario. singer. A I'm a bad singer. singer. No, but yeah. that's a great point, though. Like when I say, you know, it's going to break our economy. When we were talking before, um, just having a conversation, you mentioned In and Out pays their workers very well mm -hmm. and their cost hasn't gone up like they are still right in line with every other fast food joint yep. as far as the cost goes so where does that money come from it sounds like maybe the pockets of the executives it's okay that they're making a little bit less and the workers are making a little bit more i think that's okay yeah yeah i don't begrudge the the executives that make a lot of money they're they have a lot of responsibility on their shoulders you know if you're mm -hmm. I think back on one of my past jobs, um, the co-founders of the mortgage company I worked at, you know, they, at the time they, we had 400 employees. That's roughly 400 families they're responsible for. It's a lot of responsibility. They had to make decisions, you know, at a mortgage company, make decisions at like governmental levels, lobby for things, point the direction of the ship when it comes to what we're going to invest in, like all these things. They got a lot of, they, I get it. They started the company with their own money from the ground up or whatever, like, okay, great. You deserve to be, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't begrudge you that. And also pay your people a fair wage. Yeah. I'm not saying they didn't. I don't, I, I made a fair wage. Not everybody did. I, I don't know exactly how that worked, but yeah. I mean, pay your people. You can, you can still make really good money and pay your people better, have health coverage. That's better. Or we could just have universal healthcare, but anyway, <laughs> yeah. Does everyone deserve healthcare? We already answered that one. We did listen to that, that episode. So I, yeah, I can see this as a worker revolution right now, for sure. I find it, I'm, I'm so fascinated. I, I right now work for a very small company. We have 22 of us, maybe like I have direct communication with our co-founders, the CEO and the COO. Um, I can send them a message on Slack and ask them a question about my paycheck. <laughs> it's, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Um, I don't believe that they're out to take my money out of my pocket. They've, they've, improve their benefits in the last year to include some amazing stuff. And so I know that CEOs or co-founders or founders or whatever, like business owners, 
there are good ones that want to do good for their employees. And I'm grateful for that. It wasn't always, they weren't always able to, maybe people didn't get raises for a couple of years because things were tight or, you know, it's a small company. Maybe it's difficult. Like I get it. I respect that, but they've done the work then to improve some of that. And, and I, and I respect the hell out of them for it. Why can't other businesses do that? I mean, the answer is agreed, but at least I think so. Yeah, I agree. So, yeah. The other thing I want to say is that when people are like, no one wants to work anymore, 700,000 people died. Yeah. Some of them probably worked somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Let's not for that's a, that's a huge piece of this. And, and among those who, who didn't, who weren't taken by COVID, a lot of us uh, were laid off. You know, you mm-hmm. think about the jobs that are that are open right now. They were they were laid off. Restaurants had to close or whatever, be on, on furlough. So how many of those went and started their own business? Or yeah. found a different career path? Or, you know, whatever. Like I, I there, nobody's getting rich off of government assistance. Now no, no, not at all. And if they're making more on that unemployment than they were on tips and paychecks. Can you freaking blame them? Number one, yeah. like, yeah, like all these people are like, fairly. they're making more on governments. They don't want to go to work. I, maybe you're thinking about it a little bit differently. They're making more on government. Uh oh. <laughs> Let's fix the, the work environment. Maybe? Yeah. 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 Well, there's, there you go. Labor in America. Fascinating. Strike, strike, be, strike, strike. I'll be, I'll be curious to see how this goes uh, for yeah. you. And when this releases on Thursday, Y'all listen and we'll know if you're paying attention on Twitter. But um, but I I think it doesn't matter. Twitter, Instagram. Everywhere. TikTok, the news, all of it. This is, it'll be, if we do not go to work on Monday, it will be a historic strike. It will be the largest strike in, I think, in Los Angeles. It'll for for sure be the largest industry strike. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that Blue Bloods will be a repeat. But, you know. Look. I can remember back when the writer's strike happened and the office was cut short by like 10 episodes that season. It hurts. Yeah. Nobody, and also <laughs> I, I support them. I a hundred percent support them. You, yeah. There needs I, to be a shift. For I sure. want to be able to tell the story of the show that I'm working on in its entirety this season. I want to go to work on Monday. Mm-hmm. And also you want what's fair for yourself and your fellow workers and those to come. I think working 60 hours a week and not being able to afford a house is absolutely insane to me. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yep. Well, there you go. So if you have uh, ideas on fixing the, uh, the labor problem in America, if you want to join the worker revolution, if you want to smack down the union rep over here, I don't know. Uh, Hit us up on don't Twitter. Smack down the labor rep. I don't know. Come no. on. Gotta... If you if you got a problem with with unions, apparently at Dan Moyle, he's really excited and Come also on. hates them. <laughs> I, I will yeah. tell you this. Back when I was um, I was eighteen and I worked at a paper, my dad's paper mill for a summer. Uh, I worked there for about ninety days, just for the summer, and I was required to pay union dues 
but had no real voice representation, voting, anything. They just took my money every week. And I, and that definitely salted me on unions back then. Uh, and certainly, I don't know that, that, first of all, I think, I mean, that mill closed down a long time ago and the paper industry has certainly changed. So who knows what it really meant? Like, yeah, you have to, you're required to pay union dues because you're not a full member. You don't get to vote yet, but, but in another 30 days you would or whatever, like who, who knows? I don't know. But, but I remember being salty about it and being like, the, you're going to make me join the union, but not let me actually join. Just take my money. Screw your unions. <laughs> yeah, I got a, a metal choker necklace on. I'm listening to Metallica. I'm driving my fucking two-door, whatever that car was. I'm not joining. I'm, I'm going to pay my union dues, but I want to be able to vote. <laughs> metal choker you. what now? Yeah, didn't you have that metal choker necklace? I, I never That's not a choker, I guess. Choker. It was a little, yeah, you wore like a metal necklace. I may have had a necklace, but I never wore a choker. It's different. I mean, cool. Like you were a chugger, go for it. That was not my look then. <laughs> Definitely Metallica. Yeah. Probably a two door car. For sure, two door car. I remember but, well. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> the, the point is, <laughs> the point is, growing up in a in a management first household, and then having the union take my money but not give me a vote, I was like, "You, this sucks." Now, much later, I recognize the need for collective bargaining and the power of the worker. And that we can't just build an economy on the backs of workers and then give everything to the 1%. It doesn't work for me. There you go. Yeah. I think we should talk to an entrepreneur one of these days and say, okay, help me understand exactly how these bills work. Because when we think of entrepreneurs, like as we're talking about all this labor stuff, you think about entrepreneurs, I think about the really rich, the the Jeff Bezos of the world. And like, they ain't that way. My my boss lives well, but not because... He's Jeff Bezos. Like, Your boss didn't go to higher than an airplane went? A little <laughs> bit higher than an airplane went? It's space. It's not space. It's high sky. High sky. <laughs> At I best. like that. At best, it's high sky. Th- that sounds like a movie that was made, like Hard Rain. They made, they made Sky High, which is a, okay. a kid's um, yeah. movie about superhero high school. Right. But I'm just like, we had all these disaster movies like Twister, Tornadoes, like real, and then Hard Rain, Hard Rain. So you're just like <laughs> high sky. It's a, it's not space. It's just high sky. It's I get high it. Sky. <laughs> Hit us up on Twitter, uh, My America Pod, Instagram, My America Pod, My America Pod at gmail.com to email us. Send us your thoughts on a labor revolution. Uh, I'm at Dan Moyle on all those as well, except for the email. That's a, that's a lie. He's at Dan Moyle. That's his email address. Just <laughs> Don't lie a, to the people. Just add Dan Moyle. Yeah. Dan Moyle. Um, I'm at Kim Moffat, Instagram and Twitter. Oh, also at Kim Moffat is here on TikTok now. Um, and, you know, I've got, uh, depending on what's happening in the world, I've probably got time. If you feel like reaching out to me on Instagram, Twitter, or TikTok, I've, I've, I'm probably around. <laughs> I thought you were going to go to the picket line. I will be at the picket line. You think right. I can't do both? I'm if. I'm going to get arrested. That was like, we were talking about this at work and they were like, what are you guys going to do? And I was like, I'm going to get arrested on the picket line. And everyone was like, no, that actually checks out to me. That makes sense. I will absolutely see that. Everyone's like work area is, um, someone has like Bob's burger stuff. Someone has a plant and mine's like two Ruth Bader Ginsburg quotes framed art, a frame Leslie Nope thing. My computer says vote all over it. 
everyone's like, no, we kind of like get your deal. You're going to get arrested <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Power to the people. Yeah, buddy. Power to we're the people. Ugh, take this microphone away. Get the, the show's over. I'm done. <laughs>